0: What is up, people? This is your host, Dylan Tuttle, and welcome to the Directed Steps podcast. Man, I'm excited to start this journey, this series that I'm starting out. It's inspired by Proverbs 16, 9. It says, a man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. The thought behind this, to me, is I want to um, invite guests on to this podcast and just essentially, you know, see how the Lord has directed people in the steps of their lives, to see where other people have gone and how the Lord has directed their steps and throughout their life, and then how we can apply that to our own lives. Today, I do not have a guest. This is is the first episode that I kind of want to just lay the groundwork for what this podcast is really about. I am not a theologian. I am not a pastor. I am not someone who's even extremely knowledge. I take this stuff seriously. I love the Lord, but I'm just really fascinated on what the Lord is doing in people's lives and what the Lord's doing in my life and um, how I can help people kind of understand that. I mean, this is coming from a Christian perspective. We're gonna take this biblically. And if me, your host, is talking, that means I'm talking to you, which are the steppers. You know, you may be walking in the Lord's steps. You may be walking in your own steps, but hey, who would you rather be stepping in, by yourself or with the Lord? And I kind of a verse that I wanna start out today with is, 1 John 4, 9-10, uh, God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only Son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. This, to me, is just to show God looks at us as valuable people, right? And he has a plan for our lives. And kind of go off this today, how God has a valuable sense on his children, and he wants to help people get to that path, but first you gotta follow him and and trust in his steps. You know, and I'm in a season right now where life can be a little confusing, right? And uh, I think this is relatable to a lot of people. When we're walking in the will of the Lord, you know, trusting that he will direct our steps and not just freaking out. Maybe we don't know everything, and you know, that's okay. We're not supposed to know everything, but you know what, just trusting that he's gonna direct the steps in my life. So yeah, my goals for this podcast really is to encourage people trust the Lord to direct their steps as they hear stories of how the Lord has directed other people's steps. So today we're gonna be talking about me, and you know, um, so we're gonna get kinda get into my story, how the Lord has directed my steps, and how, you know, maybe I have taken some time to, you know, do the things my own way and try to do them in my steps and not in the Lord's steps, right? So yeah, we're gonna first off, you know, growing up, you know, what that was like. I grew up in a non-Christian home. I, I was born in 2001. Eventually my parents moved to a small town called Newark, Illinois, real small. I knew most of the people growing up my entire life throughout high school. Um, it was interesting. I was about three years old when my sister was born. So I had, I had just one sibling uh, for most of my childhood. Yeah, so I had a cre- different life. You know, my parents were dabbling in some stuff maybe that they shouldn't have been done around me. I'm not gonna go too deep into what you know my parents were doing, but let's just say there's some things that you know I saw that maybe I shouldn't have seen as a young kid, and I thought that stuff was normal. And so I kind of grew up thinking that it's okay to do these things, even though my parents were really strict and they they wanted uh, you know me to have good grades and all, the, all these other things. But you know no family's perfect. So yeah, some stuff like with my family, you know, just like talking down on the people. And you know there's been reconciliation in my family since then, but just a lot of just a lot of hurt that I grew up and I saw and no shade to my parents or anything. They did a great job trying to to grow me up, but that affected the way that I grew up and how I thought about these things. And in my mind, in my childhood, I kind of knew that God exists. In the back of my mind, I was like, there's gotta be a God, God's God's gotta love me, right? But I didn't know who he was. So fast forward till I'm about like 11. Uh, My parents divorced, whole messy situation. And then my dad ended up moving about an hour away. I lived with my mom, and we moved into a new house in Newark, right? This little small town. And about this time, I, w- I was searching for something. My father figure wasn't around as much, and I was like, "Dang, I need like that 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 figure in my life." And I was at a track meet. I was playing sports all throughout, uh, you know, high school and stuff like that. And someone shared the gospel with me, and it was this girl that was my neighbor, and I was like, "Dang, this story is really cool." You know, uh, she talked about how Jesus was born a virgin, and he came, lived the life we couldn't, died the death we deserved on the cross, and rose again on the third day, and that you know people eventually received the Holy Spirit, and this transformed a bunch of people's lives and all this stuff, and I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. Like, how does this apply to me, right? And so I heard that story, not much really happened of it. Then her her older sister, who's a year older than me, invited me to a youth group. This about the time i was 14, and I go to this youth group. And that's when I met my mentor today, which I'm gonna get into. Um, he <laughs> uh, he pretty much led me to the gospel, you know Ephesians 2, 8, 9, uh, which says, "For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of your own doing. it is the gift of God, not a r- result of works, so that no man may boast. And my life changed after that when he told me that and it wasn't it wasn't like on the spot. Um, it was. It was a gradual progression. The Lord was kind of pruning things off my life and yeah my life changed. I was like 14 then and um, I wasn't perfect. There were some things that I didn't want to give up like some addictions you know um, like sexual addiction and then I was pretty dedicated though but there were some still some things that I wasn't willing to give up and because of that my relationship with the Lord suffered and I didn't want to seek accountability and all these other things, you know, that are super important in your walk, being held accountable by other believers. And because, you know, these things, these sins in our life, they they detract us from what God is directing his steps for in our life. Because if we're not willing to give up those things that separate us from the Lord, he's not going to take us to where he's prepared us for. And I think that's super important. But anyhow, so fast forward about two years, you know, I'm, I'm getting into high school. Things are, things are ramping up, you know, hormones are crazy. <laughs> and uh, people are starting to drink and they're starting to smoke and they're starting to do all this crazy stuff. And I'm, I'm so naive, I, you know, like I said earlier, I grew up in a non-Christian household. So like drinking and smoking and, and like doing crazy stuff of this nature was just kind of normal, right? So I thought, what's life without it, right? And I ended up like dabbling into this stuff and I was trying to hide it from my youth pastor, my mentor. And like, I was a youth leader there at the time. And, you know, the girl that invited me wasn't even going there anymore. So, like, I was, I was in this youth group. I was in this, this church youth group. So it ended up breaking out and getting word that, like, yeah, Dylan's out doing crazy stuff. He's out drinking. He's out partying. I'm, like, 16 at this time. You know, I got my license. I got freedom. And then my pastor showed me this video. I remember this so vividly. He pulled me and this other kid aside who I still have a relationship with today. He's still a believer, which is awesome. He he showed us a video of this dude who was walking around with these gold bars and he had a a gold bar that people didn't know was really gold and he had like a chocolate bar. And he came up to these people and was like, would you rather have this metal bar or this chocolate bar? And most of the people were taking the chocolate bar. And what he was using this illustration as was that I was choosing the chocolate bar, not knowing the true value of what being a believer in Jesus and following what God has for me really held and I was choosing the the chocolate bar and the metaphor and that really spoke to me. And and you know what, that affected me for a little bit, you know, I followed that. And eventually I kept going back into my old ways and uh, yeah, this was damaging. Eventually my mentor moved to Kansas and so I was kind of without my mentor. And then, you know, I just slipped off into the deep end, right, I was out partying, drinking like uh, way more than I should, Maybe more than I'm, I'm ashamed to admit. I was smoking way more than I was ashamed to admit, like just being promiscuous living crazy. I didn't deny Jesus. Like, I still believed in Jesus, but I just was just living in sin. And deep down, like, I literally had, like, no fulfillment. I didn't understand the consequences of my sin, but the Lord took me to a place where I understood the consequences of my sin, if you know what I mean. Like, He took me to rock bottom, in a sense, where I literally felt like I had no fulfillment, no purpose in life. I didn't even understand why. I was so... It's what in the Christian space we call seizing the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was diminished. I didn't even understand why I was in so much pain like I was, but then I realized that I was truly saved and I I was doing everything that was opposing who I really am, who God really created me to be. And so, yeah, just a long story short, in this time, like I was just, I was just entrenched in sin and it never really fulfilled me. And then, uh, yeah, towards the end of this phase, this is my first year at Oregon University. I was living here with one of my best friends and he passed away in a car accident. I'm not fully healed from that, but you know how that goes. But yeah, he passed away and one of my other friends who I'm hoping to have on this podcast was in the car with him and he survived. Yeah, and that really affected me, you know? I was like, man, why why would a good God like let this happen and stuff like that? But then I realized, man, what is the purpose of life? And I was like, you just went me down a, d- a darker path where I even like wasn't even sure if I wanted to be here anymore. But if you know me now, you, you'd see me as like a very joyful person. How would Dylan ever think like he wouldn't even wanna be here on earth? Yeah, like I just changed my heart about that just immensely. So anyway, um, that even left me down a darker path with his passing, and I remember I would pray during the season of darkness, and I would just pray like, "Lord, forgive me for doing what I'm doing. I just want to be here with you." But like, I felt like my prayers were hitting a hitting a wall. Like they didn't even, they weren't even registering to God. Like I just, I just felt like um, he wasn't listening to me because I wasn't truly repenting. I was, I was asking for forgiveness, but I wasn't changing my mind. If you want to get into the Greek word for repent is metanoia. It talks about how it's being sorrowful, but it's also changing your mind. I wasn't f- fully repenting and the Lord wasn't hearing me. And repenting is essential to becoming who God has created you to be. So anyway, I was praying that one night and I was like, Lord, if you could take all this away from me, Lord, I am all yours. And this was about almost two years ago now. And I was, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be completely honest. I was like high when I said this prayer. I forgot about it the next morning that I even said that, right? So I go to work the next morning after this, and I forget that I said that prayer. And you know, doing my thing, I listen to music in my headphones. And while I'm at work, I worked at a distribution center, and I just remember scrolling through my album list, and like I was like, dang, I haven't listened to this album in a long time. It was a Christian album and I was like, I used to love this album. And I just remember associating that album with just like joy and happiness. And I'm not saying it's the album that was the source of the joy, but I just remember that season of my life when I was listening to that type of music, like the type of energy that I was on. And I turned it on and I listened to it. And I'm not gonna lie, I started crying. I just remember all the good things that I had with my relationship with the Lord. And I and I remember I just like, you know what, Lord, I'm giving you everything that I have. And and that day I got freed from drug addiction, alcohol addiction, sexual addiction, like wanting to impress people with the way I dress. A lot of things that I've never turned back from since that day and it's, it's been kind of crazy because I didn't have the urge to do it afterwards. And I'm not saying that happens to everybody, but it's kind of hard to explain to somebody who doesn't really know the Lord like that he just took away all those desires like that and i i didn't even have a reasoning to why other than that the lord took them away so yeah that day like i just i literally threw away like all my dr- drug stuff all my paraphernalia stuff i i sold like all my huge shoe collection that i had and i haven't turned to sexual lustful addictions and just life just truly really changed and I was just zealous. And I kinda wanna go over some scriptures about like this uh, this season that I had where I was like understanding the consequences of my sin. Hebrews 11.25 says, there's pleasure in sin for a season, right? Like I was having fun in my sin, but it left me to no place of fulfillment. And the Lord even used that sin to, to draw me closer to Him through the pain that it caused. And Galatians 6.8 also says, those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature, will harvest decay and death from the sinful nature, right? Like I was harvesting decay in my soul because of what I was going through. But those who live to please the spirit will harvest everlasting life from the spirit. As I came to live to please the spirit, I was harvesting that everlasting life from the spirit. And that's good. So I come back to the Lord, I'm on I'm on fire. I'm reading my Bible every day, I'm praying every day. And that's how I've kept staying in the presence of God. There's, there's no other explanation than to say, I'm actively searching to be in the presence of God. That is how I stay in the presence of God, right? Because he's He's there, it's just, I have to come to him as well, right? It, a relationship goes both ways. And God's a gentleman, right? <laughs> like, he's not, gonna, he's not gonna make you do these things. So I, I got connected with my old mentor again. He knew that I was off the deep end, but I came back to him and told him everything that happened. And he's like, love it. I reconnected with him. I went, went and visited Kansas for an entire summer. I did an internship at his church. That was awesome and it was life changing too. It made me realize my love for ministry and the, the pastor there that wasn't my mentor, he's just the head pastor there who I got to know real well. He he was like, hey man, I think you might have a call to ministry and I was like, oh, are you sure about that? <laughs> and then I like, I prayed about it and I was like, man, I feel like the Lord is calling me to this. And like ever since then, I, the fire has just been there and like Mark 14, 38 says, you know, the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Yeah, my flesh is weak, but If the spirit indeed is willing to to strive after the things of the Lord, it's going to happen. God's going to come and do that. And Psalm 139, 7 says, where can I go from your spirit or where can I flee from your presence? God's always here. It's just, are you drawing near to the Lord? So I'm in college. I'm trying to finish what I started with my communication and marketing major. The Lord's working, and I'm, I'm I'm talking to a bunch of people on campus about the Lord, and I'm doing these classes, and I'm trying to do these things to serve the Lord, and I don't I don't know exactly where I'm going, you know, but I know the Lord's directing my steps. So that's how I'm going to tie it back in to the Directed Steps podcast. The Lord's directed my steps to where I'm gonna be. If I were to give a call to action to you guys, there's danger in sin. It's all fun and games, but until you go down the dark path of what sin causes, it's not good steppers. And it's important to stay in the presence of God. You may not feel like you wanna read your Bible today, if you call yourself a Christian. You may not feel like it, but it is good. It is good to do those things regardless. Just because you feel like you don't wanna do something doesn't mean that you shouldn't do something. We shouldn't be driven by our feelings at every moment. like I don't want to come to school or to work a lot of days, but I got to do it anyway because I got to finish this degree and I got to make this money. In the same way it is with your relationship with God, You you got to be intentional about your relationship with the Lord. You got to be intentional about getting up in the morning and praying. You got to be intentional about reading your Bible every day. And you're not going to be perfect, but the goal is to be obedient and to know that God's grace covers all. And not to abuse that grace, but to trust that the Lord's got my back and I'm going to do my best to serve him. So yeah, this is this is the first installment of the Directed Steps podcast. This is exciting. I'm grateful. Next week, we're going to have a guest on from my childhood. It's going to be an exciting one. And, and I'm excited to see where this goes. All right. Peace out, y'all. Have a good one. The Directed Steps podcast is brought to you by Pixabay Royalty Free Music and Bible translations such as the New Living Translation and the New King James Version. Thank you for listening.